we're going to make art about what we were living at the time, about our dreams, and about anything we chose. We were not going to stay in a, in a little box. Welcome back, people. Yo, what's up? What's up? Just what's going on? What's going on? Oh, oh shit, that shit scared me, man. <laughs> yeah, man. What's going on, motherfuckers? We have Aquaman with us and Jake Money. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Jake Money, welcome back, man. <laughs> welcome back, my man. Whoa. Oh, man. Uh, we have a guest, a new guest. Yeah, man. Yeah, let him, let, let, let him introduce himself, sir. I am Ethan Janicello. So are you a musician, dude? What do you do? What do you play? Uh, I play drums, but um, Dotrix is sort of my my entire project. So I do everything that you hear on the album. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Shit. Except the guitar. I have someone come in. Get closer to your mic, please, sir. Yeah. There you go. Hear me? So closer. You can hold your hand if you want, man, if it's easier for you. This is fine. I think but, uh... So, are you, like, basically the musician, the producer, you recorded, uh, you everything? I do everything, yeah. Um, it's sort of my creation from the ground up. So, you, um, would you call yourself an artist? Uh, yeah, it's just me. Just it's you? There's no band. There's no band, yeah. nothing? No. Um, eventually, like, for the live set, I eventually want to have uh, a band up behind me, but, um, yeah. What kind of music do you play, dude? Huh? What kind of music do you play? 
I don't know what I guess Tortrix is. I think it's sort of um, a, a mixture between uh, ambient experimental rock. Uh, oh, cool shit. Yeah. That's fucking dope. In, in Spanish, in, right? In Spanish, in Spanish. In yeah. Spanish? Damn. Yeah, I like what was um what's one of the songs you're working on right now? Any any new projects, any old projects? Uh, Calopsia is an album that I just finished. It's yeah. brand new. So that's um How many songs is in that album? It's twelve songs. Twelve songs? Yeah. I'm not working on anything right now. That's you're not? I just dropped that album a month ago. Are they are they available in like in uh YouTube or Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, everything. Shit. Oh, we, shit we man. To I'm to gonna put some of those in during the show, I'm gonna put some of those songs, yeah, man. Sure. So, you, if you want to talk about any of your new songs that you have and what inspire you to sure. do your, your song, um, <coughs> my music essentially appertains to the development towards, um, I guess reaching, uh, reaching towards higher consciousness, whatever that is. Oh shit! But it's uh the transcendency of the ego, yeah, yeah. pretty much, and Halopsia is kind of. <coughs> Sort of my own like personal documentation um, for the experiences that I've had over the past years, trying to I guess confront um, the I guess darker demonics out of my psyche. Mm. That's just the sort of the descendancy into um, I guess the underworld. Oh shit! Like, Whatever like, that means to yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, we were talking something about like that yesterday, right? That was yeah. about exploring your dark side. Like so, when you when you realize you have that fucking dark thing in you, yeah. then you're like, "Oh shit, I just did that." And and you, I mean, you know you're capable of that shit, but yeah. there's always something like telling you, "Don't do that shit, man. You're gonna fuck it up." Yeah. Um, I think most of my work is inspired by an author um, named Carl Jung. Who's a Carl Jung? Yeah. C. G. Jung. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a psychologist. Um, and I, I think most of my work is just an extension from what he wrote out and mm. his, his um, philosophy essentially outlined the idea of uh, just excavating the, the darker things that are within you, confronting it um, and letting it sort of, I guess, breathe. Mm -hmm. And then um, so that's that's what this album essentially yeah. covers. What yeah. was your uh, C.J. Jung, one of your favorite books? Um, dude, I can't pick that. You can't. No, I've uh, I like so much. Everything I've read is yeah. um, his books on alchemy. There's one. I, I hope I'm not like butchering this. It's called um, something Kanyanyanktis. It's like it's a huge book mm -hmm. that, that influenced probably most of most of this that I'm talking about as far as alchemy and um transcendency of ego consciousness but mm -hmm. all of his books it's sort of all encompassing, all the, encompassing same idea. the same thing that's pretty yeah. cool 
That's pretty cool, man. So, what's your one of the new songs you're working with that has inspired you? Like th- those kind of like um, books or or um, stories or like teachings that the guys like. Uh, I mean the 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 whole album. Um, so, I was living in Miami um, about three years ago, and I I, I just started really like fighting with the idea of um just like i guess for myself what art was supposed to be mm-hmm. uh, i felt like for so many years i was writing music um for myself i guess uh maybe like trying to lean towards the idea of um like what does the world want to hear from me um and the more i started going down that road with what i was writing i just was like less and less content with the with the content of the music that I was writing. Mm. So, and I guess to answer your question, um, I moved to the mountains for two years and that's where I wrote the entire album. Oh and shit. The entire thing is, um, I guess that, that journey for yeah, self discovery. So cool, man. I don't know if it's just one song. It's, uh, it's the whole body. It's the whole body of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool, dude. I need to fucking listen to your music, man. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I mean, it's available. So, um, have, but you, have you heard his songs? His music. I, I heard some of his songs. I, I have a couple of on clips on Instagram. Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole album is up on Spotify. If you don't feel like buying, that's pretty <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah. Jay Money. Yo yo yo. What's up, man? Nothing, man. How's life, dude? High as fuck. High as fuck. Oh man, what you been doing, dude? Working like a Mexican. Like a Mexican. Fuck yeah. You don't sound Mexican, man. You sound more like white. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's the accent, bro. It's the accent. He was right here, yeah, right? Put up a front. The, the weed does it. The weed yeah. does that. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it did, it did that shit for me, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it brings out the dude. <laughs> <laughs> True, man. That's pretty cool. How many bitches, bro? You know. Bitches. Bitches what? I don't know. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, I mean, I've been watching some of his, um, not his, his friend posts on Instagram. Yeah. Or no, no, that's not Instagram. Um, it's Snapchat. Snapchat. And you know, you're like starting giving the kisses to each other oh, and like posting shit. kisses, pictures, and that shit. Oh, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's been, yeah. he's been, um, you know what women are, dude. Being a good best friend. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what women, women are. A lot of women I have noticed, and not to be misogynist. You are being just misogynist. You're right, though. I know where you're going. They're <laughs> spiders, man. They're spiders. What do you yeah. mean, spiders? They like Spider. fucking do like the web. Yeah. Uh huh. And little fucking stupid men, <laughs> and like mosquitoes, man, or little bugs. They fucking like so fall the edge of so the thing. I do have to comment on that. Okay. There's a good song you should listen to called "The Recluse" by a, a band called Cursive. Cursive. And it it in, like encompasses that exactly. The recluse. The entire song is about. I can hardly get myself out of the bed For fear 
So, and dude, have you ever been inspired by pussy? <laughs> by whatever, by whatever, you know, by love, I guess. Uh, artistically, I, that stuff doesn't inspire me as much. No? No, I try to like, I try to not go down that road because yeah, yeah. It, it's just not, it's not for me. So, so your, 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 your philosophy on the ego and consciousness and all that shit comes from like the ying part of the um or the yang whatever is the dark part of the um balance um i think it's it's uh the combination of both you think so yeah um it takes the unification of opposites i think uh to sort of rid yourself of egotistical um just behavior mm. so it's um yeah i think the the um the darker side for me is is just what um draws good music out of me yeah in, in my opinion um yeah i can see why why he's your friend dude or why you know this dude yeah. i, I feel actually like don't I know him he just like hit me up man oh really yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh he's shit he's the first time yeah. like oh really yeah i was like hey this dude sounds cool let me see if he, and yeah he yeah play. Uh, that's um, pretty awesome so i was like let me just hit him up I thought you knew for for long or something. No man, no, man. No. oh no. shit, that's pretty first cool. Time, first time, first time, man. See, we just we just speak guests like that. Like yeah. this guy's cool. Let's see if we want to talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. But you knew it, right? Yeah. From yeah. where? We went to the same high school. Oh shit! Oh, shit. Way back oh, when. Way back when. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yo, how small the world is, man. Yeah, I man, it's very small. It's, right? it's crazy. Very. We didn't know him, but Jay Money was like, hey, what's up, brother? And like, yeah. They almost make up and yeah, everything. Yeah, That's the way the city runs, though. Sure. Yeah. He eventually <laughs> run back into everyone he went to high school with. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty dope, man. Yeah. But um, I guess this album, I mean, is that just one aspect of like how, how you think about, I guess, the dark or the underworld? Mm. Is there any other way you express that? Um, well, Calopsia is the name of a, a world that I've sort of created. Um, and I th what I do you mean? Well, one of the things that, that happened to me, um, what, when you start to, uh, work on destroying ego consciousness, um, 
you start to come in contact with a lot of uh a lot of things i guess um within yourself that you may not necessarily have ever confronted before and uh one of the things that jung highlights in a lot of his work is that um the development of the self or the striving towards the self with a capital s is a process uh by which you start to come in contact with um whatever you want to call that uh entities or um fantasy like creatures and the um i guess the central motif that that happens throughout that line of um self discovery is that you you start to notice that um there's there's a connection between like all of the old like fairy tales mm. and, and old um mythological stories and a lot of those same kind of creatures uh start to make their way into your dream life and yeah, yeah. and your uh your meditation practices and stuff like that so um what i did with kalopsia is i gave that name to a world uh where once you say kalopsia you kind of know that it's it's embodied within this um sort of spiritual realm where these like fantasy creatures exist and a lot of the uh yeah a lot of the 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 things that started i started coming in contact with at the time when i was writing this um were very um analogous to the creatures that i had read about in fairy tales Mm -hmm. and which was one of the things that he had uh kind of forewarned Mm -hmm. you about so yeah the the entire album um a lot of the songs were without sounding like a fucking crazy man yeah were written by some of these characters yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah. um even a lot of the the instrumentation when uh, inspired by the concept of the creature or the creature well once you one is once it's a concept and you imagine it or you like think about it or you like experience it then it's real well w- once it essentially starts if you allow it to mm-hmm. your your um your imagination will start to play out and we do this every day uh with whatever we're going to do we st- we imagine what the future is going to be like and mm-hmm. you imagine how this interview is going to be maybe a little bit before we did it and um it's a for me it's a the the writing process is just allowing um the the things that i guess are embedded within my psyche to just play themselves out in imagination and um once you start to allow that to happen you start to focus more on the creatures that will come up and uh and when you do that the stronger they essentially get and i i just got to the point to where they were they started to dictate some of the the music that I was writing. It's pretty dope, man. It's kind of deep. That's very deep. <laughs> it's weird. That. It's weird. I know. No, no, no. It's, it's not, not weird, weird man. <laughs> Believe me, it's not <laughs> weird, man. Yeah, I just like I just I couldn't. I just have such a contingency with uh, stigmas the, and prejudice. Yeah, like just the music that's out right now. It's just. It's not self-satisfying for me. It's like, not like yeah. pussy yeah. and you know smoking and like <laughs> all that shit is great. Like, yeah, 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 know, yeah. Like, I fucking you know love having sex with my with my girl and like drugs used to be my thing, but it's it's just like uh, it demeans like the meaning of what art is to me. Mm, the way I grew gotcha. up, uh, gotcha. Art for me was always a, a um, 
a way of like self ex- exploring uh the things of yourself that you're not even conscious of and mm. i just i just took that to the, the extreme you did with drugs or without drugs uh with the drugs before with before yeah but i i not for this album but okay but do you think that maybe when you were doing drugs the drugs maybe opened up some channels of communication with this absolutely. Culture, like you said absolutely yeah um yeah like i'm all for people that want to do that but the the idea is like i want to be able to willfully conjure those things up without mm. without the aid of another substance yeah 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 um because it it fortifies your willpower in a sense mm. to be able to um bring something to consciousness gotcha you know? but yeah definitely it's they're definitely gateways i think um i just don't want to have to rely on that on stuff them. yeah for myself it's pretty cool a lot of people have that 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 point of view man it's very respectable like a lot of people that i not a lot of people but a few one or two that i know mm. that they're very like spiritual right mm-hmm. and they meditate like mm-hmm. daily for like one two hours yeah some eight hours dude huh some some go for like eight hours sometimes yeah you know crazy people are like not cra- i'm not saying cra- <laughs> they're not crazy no, but no, I understand. Uh, but i'm just using it as a term of like extreme you know yeah um they you know they say they, i don't do drugs you know because they they the same thing they say they feel like it means my my my, my spiritual practice you know and i respect that you know wholeheartedly but i have the complete opposite opinion about that well yeah i mean i think if you know any anything about like shaman history like ayahuasca and all that stuff mm-hmm. was, was used every ritualistic ceremony yeah and so you can't just sit there and be like nah that shit it's not for the spiritual man whatever that means yeah it's yeah like, yeah I, I try to refrain from like being dogmatic in yeah, a sense, yeah yeah uh, yeah about drugs because i think i do drugs for I, fun i think both perspectives are right yeah like they're cool for just fucking like chilling I don't think so, man, because ah. I don't really use them. Either. I use sometimes, allegedly, um, you know, like ganja sometimes. Yeah. Uh, recreationally, you know, just to like, I don't know, chill, I guess. Yeah. But even though, dude, not really, because when I use it, the first time, you know, when I sometimes I used to before, allegedly, come home from work, and I would like, you know, roll a joint or something, and like, puff it like a couple times and like i will sit down and like puff it a couple times and but i will i will always mix it with 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 mapachu there's like um there's like a sacred tobacco mm-hmm. that the shamans in, in um the amazon forest use for the ayahuasca ceremonies they oh. blow the mapachu first yeah. to like cleanse the space and all that and so um so I, I i buy that tobacco and i mix it with the you know with the wheat and uh, I will make my joints, and that shit is strong as shit, man. That tobacco, mm. like, it's not like a regular cigarette. Like, it's a lot more complex chemically. So I would come home, and I would roll my joint, and, like, I would sit down and I puff it. And by the third, fourth hit, like, big hit, the Mapacho will hit you first. And it's like a fucking punch. Like, bah! You're like, fuck! Yeah. And, like, it makes you feel fucking nauseated. It makes you feel like you have to take a shit sometimes. Uh, like fucking makes you fucking dizzy as shit, and um, but if you write that out, man, the feeling is fucking cool, right? Fuck yeah. And um, and then like that high lasts for like maybe fifteen minutes, ten minutes, and then the wheat hits you faster, and the transition of the both, like the mapache gives you like a calm, immediate calm, um, not thinking anything, you know, reaction, and the wheat 
it's just like a it's like a constant flow of like just like a like a vibration like like a like a if you're like chanting or something you're like um yeah. you know you keep that constant vibration and um and the weed like keeps you in that fucking line you know and because i have meditated with that weed and i can get to that point too it just takes a little longer yeah. it takes like i don't know like to actually get there for like about 15 minutes by the 15 minutes marks like when i'm there and then you know you do another 10 minutes whatever and sometimes i just don't have the fucking time man <laughs> i need to get that shit done you know and so um i use i use these tools you know to in a way um not to, i don't think it's cheating because we use we all use some sort of chemical to enhance our understanding of whatever we feel at the moment you know to enhance your consciousness to enhance your perception and all that shit so sometimes some people like tell me that it is cheating and it's they will not put chemicals in their body you know blah blah but i'm like when when you meditate you also releasing chemicals yeah. you know even if you're not doing drugs you're still releasing some drugs yeah. you know and if you do some kind of like um breathing techniques like any kind of pranayama or something like that mm-hmm. where you go like <laughs> you know for a long time yeah. you fucking start tripping out like uh, like if you were on shrooms or dmt or something like that you release your own you know shit and so you you have the same experiences you have the same psychedelic experiences like dancing people don't use drugs but they dance like for days you know until they drop and start having these like experiences so that everybody's using some kind of like aid to reach that thing like like meditation. It, i guess you know <laughs> i guess you just a little like let's get there faster you know and just i feel like they're just tools to help out but they're no they're not necessary and once you get to a point where you feel like you can get there easily then you stop using them yeah. you know or use them like like more like <sighs> Cere- there, I, I don't think i think there's no right way you know it's, it's a very subjective path yeah so what works for you yeah it works you know, for me that's why i'll never say like oh yeah like do or don't don't do yeah that's pretty fucking cool. works for you that's very open mind yeah, I, I feel like that too because um yeah a lot of people have that stigma dude watch out for my fucking hat dude <laughs> 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 my cowboy hat <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you though but yeah, I feel like you know, like even like in the spiritual community, there's always like that stigma, you know, about yeah. psychedelics. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you have the people who are like very into them, like com- like very into them. Like, then you have like, like the other, like yeah, and then the other people that are like complete radicals. So I mean, there's a lot of like ego, mm-hmm. ego. I think you just have to be. To the, like don't do you got to be careful with not allowing it to be like. Uh, like a dependency? Not just that. I just feel like, like yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it can it can be a way of cheating, I guess, uh, of getting out of, like, hard work. Mm. Because a lot of the, um, I guess, just any spiritual path that you want to take towards all this shit, it's all going towards the same thing, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, they all require quite a bit of fucking training, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah. so just don't think you can mitigate the training by smoking something to get you there faster <laughs> like there's there's certain reasons why those things uh set out certain guidelines mm-hmm. for whoever is an aspirant i feel like you know he's right low key i feel uh, go, ahead, go ahead he's right uh 
uh, my definition of work, you know, you have to definitely like uh, find out about them. You know, you have to do your, you have to educate yourself about these psychedelics, mm. how they use a little bit of history. You know, also, I mean, you have to take in mind that you have to be like, once you start reading about them, you find out that, you, yeah, when you take these things, you have to be in a very subtle, peaceful state of mind. Because if you're not, I mean, you can definitely have like the worst trip ever, which is not a bad thing because those trips also show you certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you said, the darkness shows you like a lot of crazy shit that you might not be ready to see, but I mean, shit, you're already there. You can't yeah. do much about that. Yeah. And if you're self-aware and self-conscious about what you're seeing, you'll definitely see some answers. And, and um, I think, sure. I think I got more for is like, um, geological <laughs> like um cultural you know mm-hmm. and i like to believe that i come from the toltecs and so the tradition is to use plants to reach some kind of like not to reach like higher consciousness but like to i guess talk to the spirits yeah that's the thing it's like what's your goal i think you have to like figure out what your goal if you're just trying to see something wacky then yeah it's like fucking smoke whatever you want to smoke but it's like I think once you start ritualistically working with those characters that you come in contact mm-hmm. with, uh, at that level of like integration, um, it, it becomes like, well, did you do your training or not? And you, because like you can get there, like what are you gonna do when you get there? You, just, like, you learn. You well, from I, from I guess, the from yeah. the from the, the entities that you that you encounter at the moment, they do teach you. They tell you, "Hey man," and then now it works. But you know, like basically, they all they all tell you, "Like, hey man." Stop fucking freaking out. Love yourself. Love others. And all in between is just like terminology that doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah. I just like, I don't trust a lot of those things that will pop up. Yeah. And uh, I, I I have to test most of them actually. Yeah. Um, just to make sure they are who they say they are. Cause a lot yeah, that's true. You're right, right. Because shamans say that. And that's what shamans like got you to the trips, man. When you do like high, high doses. Yeah. Because they say there's some like, you go some places where some entities might be not too nice and so yeah. they will try to like, like yeah i've like know? i've like some of the things that spoke to me when i was writing this album like they would say that they were like jesus christ and stuff like that yeah and i was like nah what if they were man <laughs> nah, like i mean that's why it's like uh, anyway i'm let me make sure i'm staying on track with yeah, yeah 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 it's just like that. that's why i think um for myself, mm-hmm. just, just uh, my personal opinion is that I think if, if you're going to go that route to where you want to make like um, contact contact with those uh, fiends or entities or whatever, uh, a normal part of your life, um, the essential training is sort of is very long. Is, it's a necessity, yeah, um, because you can only go so far with like. Hey, what's your name? Yeah. Uh, hey, like, nice to meet you. Love yourself. You know? Yeah, yeah. And you're right. You're right. Yeah, because yeah. they they will start to dictate if you, especially if you're doing it for like art, they'll start to tell you stuff that you know dictate your art. Yeah, and like a lot of it's fucking malicious, and it's like they start to fucking. I have a song on the album called Insomnia. Insomnia. Yeah. And so it was just like a just the mind starts to go crazy and all that shit and you have like things like trying to contact you and saying all these like things like you do this and do that and you start hearing all this crazy shit so.
I just like to dive into those worlds, man. Yeah. I just want to like reiterate. I'm not saying I'm yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm right. It's just, no, I know, man. You were right, right, right. yeah, pretty yeah. cool, man. Yeah, um, yeah, I was like, this guy's just crazy. I like to, I love to fucking dive, dive on those worlds, man, and like navigate those waters. That's and like, can do that. And, you know, things come at you, dude. And, you know, like you said, things say, hey you know maybe this hey maybe that you know and but there's always the thing dude that i'm not saying that i'm an expert and then i know how to navigate this shit like as an expert i am not yeah. you know i i have been to ceremonies and you know and like i got a lot from them and um and so there's this thing dude they even even though these things, these like you want to call them ideas, these images, these entities, whatever ideas, entities are the same thing. Thoughts are fucking thoughts are entities, and so when they come at you and they present like like an idea, a face, or, or or telling you to do something, you know, or telling you to act irrational, telling you to like do crazy shit, walk weird ways, you know, all that shit. Mm. Um, there's always something, man, where you used to have to, like, know, like, in a way where you stand and have, like, an anchor grinding, like, anchoring you to this reality. And you can always, like, dive into it, swim a little bit, and then you just come back. And don't be affected by anything of that. And when you do that, all that shit ignores you, man. And they just let you be. They don't come at you. They don't tell you, hey, <laughs> Nothing like that. You just fucking leave you alone. They do leave you alone. You just are like hiking, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> in your mind. And it's that's that's just not been my experience. Sp- yeah, yeah. I have had things linger. Yeah, so to speak. Uh, the things that, and I don't know if it was um, just because of of what my trajectory was, mm-hmm. uh, because I made it known to whatever the universe that I was creating this piece of art, and mm-hmm. I, and I wanted the the real essence of that entire uh realm to be involved in with what i was creating and yeah. i don't know if for that reason that um certain things just wanted to be put out mm-hmm. uh, so they i did have certain instances where things were just like overly persistent mm-hmm. and it got to be a problem to where to, yeah. i started to kind of get a little loony oh my yeah we all go through that a little I bit think, <laughs> I, I, I think you know like what because I, I resonate with what you said. One day I was actually going on my own trip. And I told him, and I told him like, at first I was freaking out. I don't know what it was, you know. Then it took me about maybe about three weeks to a month to figure out exactly what I wanted to describe him. Mm-hmm. And I told him when I was going through this, through this trip, I saw the line, that line that you see. Not sure if you've seen it, but I, I think he's seen it. And uh, where you're in the middle between being 
completely fucking crazy to mm-hmm. just being insane. And when you like touch it, you know, or you like go into it a little bit, you feel it. You start like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. I can go crazy anytime soon. Like, sure. Like you, unexplainable everything that you see. You think you're going fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the analogy for uh, stepping in from order to chaos. Yeah, and that would essentially be like the uh full embodiment of like stepping into the unknown and that's yeah. exactly what chaos is uh because the realm of what chaos is in a sense is um Carl Jung's interpretation for it was the uh well he called it the collective unconscious but he had another word for it it's like phylogenic substratum i think mm. that's what it is and uh it's the it essentially is chaos in a sense to where once you are fully embodied and within that realm, there's, uh, you have no control over what happens. And, um, so I, I understand the idea of like the line. And I think, uh, the line is just separating consciousness from unconsciousness or chaos from order. And so, yeah, you can, you can definitely reach that from, uh, certain psychedelics. I fucking love chaos, man. I thrive yeah. on chaos, man. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta have order. That's that's the Taoist theory, right? That's the human uh, you're thing. right. Yeah. You're it's right. The, you have yeah. a perfect balance of chaos. You're right. And a perfect balance of order. Yeah, there's the the white fish with the black eye. The yeah. paisley, the yeah. white paisley with the yeah. black paisley. It means like there's always some chaos and order in the black fish with the white eye. It means that there's always some some. Uh, order in chaos. Yeah, like yeah, and it's not that there always is. It's just that should be the optimal striving. striving right? Yeah. Like you should strive. There's no ultimate evil, or there's not ultimate goodness. Yeah. There's always a fucking gray line, man. That gray line is. Isn't that basically what fucking um, but, um, people tell you that you have no morality, is like morality is not like a concept. Morality is more like. Knowing that you know you're capable of doing some dark shit, but having the control not to do it. And I feel like that, to me, is what moral is. Because when you just do it because you have no control of what you're doing, and not, not excusing yourself from doing it, but like when you just fucking act up on, on your instincts, but then you, you're not guilty of like being taken over by these fucking instincts or right. emotions, you know? Yeah. So you cannot really call that person immoral. You can just call that person the moron basically (laughs) 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 understand. and so um yeah man these fucking trips take you places where you need to isn't art and writing some sort of a trip dude when you're writing don't you get in like this world when you like it inspires you to write like you said automatic writing yeah yeah do you yeah i do that happens a lot yeah what's experience man uh i just do it without drugs yeah 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 i know but like what in but when you're doing it you get in this like like, like usually, trip, right? It usually happens for me um, if there's a certain if there's a certain something. So let's say I I go too far into my imagination, something will present itself, and then I'll follow that whatever it is, wherever my imagination will take me, and uh, that thing will start. I can see it uh, sometimes, like writing down something on a piece of paper. And I try to phonetically sound out while mm. I'm creating the music what I see the thing writing, and um, uh, yeah, I'll just uh, or it, I'll hear it say some sort of uh, some sort of something like rather uh, I guess a a vowel or something I can kind of s- try to sound out, 
and as I'm watching this, I'll, I'll just kind of start to say vowels and like, ah, or la, or, eh, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. until I can formulate something uh, that's like a conscious word. Mm-hmm. And then from that word, it will lead on to something else. And then I just let that play out until I have a song. So you let it like, basically build itself? It does. Yeah. yeah. I just allow it to do whatever it's going to yeah. do. I, I can't I can, um, see that. I mean, that's pretty dope, man. That's pretty. That's pretty psychedelic in its own way, don't you think? It is. Yeah. It, I mean, it's the same idea. That's that's why I, I like I fucking support the idea of people doing psychedelics because it like not everybody has the opportunity. I think, and especially in Latin American culture, to be able to have the the resources and have all the books and the training and all that stuff to be able to learn how to go through all that to to come in contact with those certain certain experiences. And I, I support the idea of people doing psychedelics because it at least allows them the opportunity to be able to, if they want to try something like that, you know. But you, uh, you say they have to do it smart, man. They yeah, they yeah. Can just, just do right. it like stupid because exactly. that is very dangerous, I believe. It is. And um, yeah, you just got to be careful. You got to be careful with it. Yeah, they, they, I mean, like, there's been accidents with people doing psychedelics on their own and, you know, tripping out and like yeah. uh, jumping out of roofs and everything. And Somebody told me a fucking theory that they had <laughs> about why psychedelics may be. He's fucking dark, and and this guy was a pretty dark dude, you know. And he said that if people on psychedelics, like the, the they said that the, the the plant know what people is completely damaged, and so when they do them. The p- the plant so all the spirits in the plant make sure that these people like utterly struck utterly destroy himself you know yeah. like and, and I was like oh shit it was kind of dark to think that but pretty common common it makes sense right well he said like <laughs> people he said people who do them and they don't freak out or or they feel like they can fly they don't jump out of the roof they try to take off from the ground yeah up, you know or like things like that you know but I was thinking like damn dude like that's pretty dark and because i had have experiences with people that i know that have done psychedelics and not come back from them but i mean they didn't do anything dumb they didn't jump anything they just haven't come back from them so i would like like they you know they stayed wherever they went and so i would like really recommend people to do like a lot of research read a couple books you know and like meditate and before you do them, you gotta fucking work on yourself, dude, and like meditate, do some fucking breathing exercises, some fucking exercise, like do your diet is very important, what you eat, you know, how do you take care of yourself, yes. and your mental state. So when you do them, man, you have uh, a experience that is actually gonna benefit you, not just fucking freak you out, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so even though the first time you do it, even though you, do all the, you did all the practice, and you feel kind of ready to do them, like the first time is fucking crazy, dude, and it's like a fucking roller coaster, man. Like, and you see shit from men from when you were being born, and you know all that kind of crap, man. So, and you do learn a lot, and that shit takes you like years to kind of like decode all the fucking input that was like put into your brain. Yeah, and it takes you a long time to like try to make sense barely what they were saying dude well um the idea is that that stuff is coming from uh whatever your unconscious is right yeah we don't know what that is and it's not necessarily supposed to be interpreted yeah Uh, 
like that's the point of art itself i think sometimes when you try to interpret like what does this mean like you squash and uh, like and hinder what the point of art itself is supposed to be like a lot of the things i wrote on this album i, don't, I have no idea what they're talking about mm-hmm. like no idea oh shit and I, and i like i sit back and i listen to it i'm like oh that's i think i meant that i, I guess it was trying to say this mm-hmm. or whatever but I, I have no fucking idea and but i don't like that's that's the beauty of it to me is it's like uh the artist is supposed in my opinion i grew up knowing that an artist is supposed to be the mediator from bringing that chaotic realm into order where where regular people that go about their daily lives can enjoy like the mediator which is the artist who uh, allows something to be thrown up and interpreted by whoever wants it that's why anybody can have an interpretation for any one piece of art on, on what it fucking means or something i don't know what it fucking means yeah you know what I, mean? I, I you know what you're saying brings brings to my mind. Have you read that book, um, Flatland? No. No. Oh man, you should read that book, man. It's a short book, dude. It's a very very short book, but it's fucking dope, man. Um, I think I have it there. Um, I think I see a yeah a young book as well. If I'm oh not yeah, mistaken. Th- yeah. The dreams. Uh, I, I think it. Maybe I'm wrong. I can't. Tell. Yeah, it's dreams. I uh, see that book with the yellow, blue, and red tab on it. It, it dreams, it dreams something and something. It's like the old, the autobiography. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's his autobiography. It's pretty cool, man. You read his right bi- autobiography, and he basically went through like shamanistic training, like to be a shaman, basically. Like um, he had when he was young, like younger as a, as a boy. Yeah. He had like he was about to die like twice, dude. And in those in those highs, like automatic highs, yeah. he would like go going through this oh, like the interior release. release and he would like have the same kind of brought up that any shaman in the amazon or wherever yeah. like would have man so he was basically like a like a shaman who applied that in a more scientific way wow that's yeah cool, dude. he interpreted your fucking dreams man and like um and make you fix your shit from your dreams <laughs> or yeah. something like that I, I have so much respect for him because he was uh essentially like the first individual to bring this stuff into like the the realm of like scholarly teaching mm-hmm. you, something concrete to, that could be taught in like yeah. universities and, and with benefits and Absolutely. you know yeah and um he's pretty dope man he's um he and his friend um he had a he had a friend his name was uh alan watts yes he was a philosopher oh, dude yeah, yeah. I, i've read all of alan watts yeah me too yeah. it's fucking dope man his philosophy about life man i feel like he's one of the most like sophisticated like mix of like insta insta philosophy yeah. and like spiritual mysticism yeah and like some some, some physics metaphysics and uh and um psychology man yeah, you should check out his lecture on um like it's called the game the game and it's a but um the one that references like the the uh the game of society and how we um we sort of uh trick children into the into thinking that scholarly teachings it's beautiful it's like one of the most and i do that Li- life is not a journey does yeah. it does it does it title that the physical yeah. universe it just talks about like is basically playful it's there is no necessity for it whatsoever it isn't going anywhere that is to say it doesn't <clears throat> have some destination that it ought to arrive at but but it is best understood by analogy with music because music 
as an art form, is essentially playful. We say you play the piano. You don't work the piano. Why? Music differs from, say, travel. When you travel, you are trying to get somewhere. One doesn't make the end of a composition the point of the, comp of the composition. If that were so, the best conductors would be those who played fastest. <laughs> and there would be composers who wrote only finales. <laughs> People go to concert just to hear one crashing chord, because that's the end. <laughs> Same way in dancing. You don't aim at a particular spot in the room. That's where you should arrive. The whole point of the dancing is the dance. Now, but we don't see that as uh, something brought by our education into our everyday conduct. We've got a system of schooling which gives a completely different impression. It's all graded. And what we do is we put the child into the corridor of this grade system with a kind of, come on, kitty, kitty, kitty. And yeah, you go to kindergarten, you know, and that's a great thing because when you finish that, you'll get into first grade. And then come on, first grade leads to second grade and so on. And then you get out of grade school, and you go to high school and it's revving up. The thing is coming. Then you're going to go to college and by Joe, then you get into graduate school. And when you're through with graduate school, you go out to join the world. And then you get into some racket where you're selling insurance and they've got that quota to make. And you're going to make that. And all the time, the thing is coming. It's coming, it's coming, that great thing, the, the success you're working for. Then when you wake up one day about 40 years old, you say, my God, I've arrived. <laughs> I'm there. And you don't feel very different from what you always felt. By expectation. Look at the people who live to retire and put those savings away. And then when they're 65, they don't have any energy left. They're more or less impotent and... Uh, they go and rot in an old people's senior citizens community. <laughs> because we've simply cheated ourselves the whole way down the line. <clears throat> we thought of life by analogy with a journey, with a pilgrimage, which had a serious purpose at the end. And the thing was to get to that end, success or whatever it is, or maybe heaven after you're dead. But we missed the point the whole way along. It was a musical thing and you were supposed to sing or to dance while the music was being played. It's sort of a facade the way we've got society running is it's like it's always getting you to look forward to the next grade and then the next job and then, and then you reach your 40s or 50s or whatever and you're like, oh, fuck, I've gotten here. Yes. And, and you feel like the same piece of shit that you felt yeah. like, like when you were 10. Empty. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you wasted like 50 years. So. He really embodies the idea of um, just like enjoying the present moment yeah. and, and living for that. Yeah. Beautiful philosophy. Yeah, he's a beautiful philosopher, guy. man. I really like him. Also, um, have you ever read um, Jonathan Haidt? I have heard some of his uh, yeah, happiness. I've never actually read his book. The The idea of like happiness is like bad for you. Is that the no? That the it's he said is he he. That's that's what they think, but it's not that. The name of the book is called. Um, the the happiness hypothesis. He he thinks that humans are ninety percent chimp, ten percent bee, mm. and that's why we develop our society. Okay. Not not literally, okay. literally. You know, he's not like saying we are actually bees, but like yeah. 
but like in our how we behave in s- social structures and yeah. why we form morality and religion and all that shit. I, I I humbly take back everything I just said because I was thinking of the wrong. Oh, oh, are there? Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but no, but uh, somebody else told me that isn't that the guy who said that happiness is bad for you? And I was like, no, I think you're confusing it with this. Uh, another. Uh, other well, that that's sort of an existential thought. Yeah. But I'm not sure if he's an existentialist. I think he's like, um, I forgot what he is. Maybe he's some kind of researcher, dude. But he's one of, I feel like, one of the best, like, like modern thinkers of, of society. He's like, to me, he's kind of like, like the, the modern Alan Watts. But he talks from a, from a uh, anthropological point of view of, like, religion and, and, and you know, how humans behave and yeah. groups and all that shit. And um, his books that the two books that I read, man, they were very enlightening. Then I was like, oh shit, now I understand why people form these ideologies and these and these dogmas and these fucking uh, identifications with themselves. Why the um, they're not sharing anybody, but why these um, social the, the warrior how do you call them? Social warriors. Social warriors exist, you know. Where's the idea of the social warrior comes from? You know how it how it got started and how it got like deform and how now it's just like a fucking joke you know and he goes through all that shit and why uh people are racist and and racism don't not necessarily necessarily comes from hate it comes from this disgust like just people are this they disgusted to you you know you're like you don't you don't see them as humans and it doesn't come from hate um disgust sensitivity and um i don't know do you know the big Five trait theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came up with the V five trait theory. He's the guy okay, who. That's how I know him. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy who name. came. Yeah, he's the guy who came with that with that theory, dude. Yes. And so he, and, and Hitler was. Uh, yeah, they say that about his um, anti-Semitism. <laughs> uh-huh, it, it anti-Semitism. Was, it, that it was actually like he had a extremely high disgust sensitivity uh, for that culture. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So okay, that's how I know Jonathan. Yeah, Hitler. yeah. And so um, I think his books, man, were are very very enlightened dude and just to learn how how we how we became this society right now and how you know how defective we are and how we distort things and how we make them stupid sometimes (laughs) and just a quick fact to add on to that he um i think one of the things he did discover if, if if i'm talking about the same guy is that um the people that had lower iqs had higher disgust sensitivity mm-hmm. which shows that people that tend to lean towards uh racism mm-hmm. may not be as smart as like the average individual true damn true you mind that right here yeah it's crazy huh it's crazy man Imagine that who's in charge of the country now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Touche. Touche. Yeah, man. Oh man, I like your I like your your reading, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So see man, I have um similar taste about about my reading, you know, but um but I see um what you see or yeah, I exp- express my whatever that shit is, you yeah. know your, your viewpoint, huh? Your viewpoint is always yeah. Your viewpoint and your like your art, you know. You express my my I guess my art, but I express my art from like a chaotic point of view, I guess. And sure. you, it, but I feel like chaotic, man. I feel like like I feel like love 
and happiness is chaos. Explain yourself. <laughs> just from like uh, a point of view and just on the surface. I'm not, I'm not going to go very deep on that. But you kind of have to because <laughs> <laughs> I think I disagree. Okay. So, no, no, no. I'm saying that, you know, everything is love too. Like death is beautiful. Yeah. And, and the death, I see the beauty on death. I do see the, the beauty on, on change. I see the beauty and and darkness, you know. I do see that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying the people who are dark are not capable of love. Absolutely, they are capable of love. But I feel like people like, who are like that, like dark and more to reserve and more like, you know, like, that you guys not mm-hmm. to be in offensive mm-hmm. but um i feel like you are in a place of order and order i feel like is that state when everything is like serene you know and in like control mm-hmm. and to themselves but that's that's why i do art yeah like, art is that chaotic realm for me and i'm able to yes. get, get that out yeah where i can live properly and abide by society's rules. yes exactly yeah. but when i express mine to to my friends to him or to whatever they say that is not chaotic it's the opposite of chaotic it's more yours is like a peaceful uh, it's yeah it's a peaceful experience. thing a controlled yeah. thing i like i like thought thing you know and um but my expression of myself outside that it's like fuck your darker side you no know, my normal side is fucking chaotic like like it's just very active, active yeah, very and like active. And i'm not i'm not introverted you know i i see people say what's up man if i just yeah. met him one he time, starts asking them shit about books in like the first minute uh, and i just tell <laughs> i still i still go hey you eat ass again <laughs> 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 you know man you go for the fucking kill it. man immediately you know yeah. i don't hesitate you know Just see what kind of guy you are right you <laughs> get you gotta let him know Straight who's in point. charge <laughs> 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 no man and so i feel like like that is very funny how uh like that symbol itself explains itself you know you are the dark fish with the control with the uh I think I think that kind of leads more towards temperament, though. Yeah. Like I'm actually introverted. Yeah. And like I've learned how to socialize. Like I can I can him too. Turn yeah. on the microphone. And, like, but I don't I don't categorize my introversion as so if if I'm acting out in society, I don't consider my introversion as order. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just temperament. Mm, got you. Man, this is cool. Temperament. Temperament. What is your temperament, Mora? You have a heavy temperament, man. I think I think you're introverted. Maybe. He is. Yeah, I'm pretty introverted, man. I keep to myself a lot. Me too. So. Me too. But at the same time, um, the the way he ex- expi- inspires himself, you know, I guess like the dark side. I, I like the shit. I I I I thrive on it. You know, like I like to, especially when I'm feeling, I guess, melancholic or something like that. Yeah. Dude, I can like write like bam, 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 and it's just like like i like to live in that shit you know yeah. but at the same time you know i feel like i also need the other side yeah, yeah. which and is true we all do and uh you know i in one of those trips i realized that i need to express that more often you know and uh that's why i I like to be more in contact with people like maybe more affectionate towards them you mm-hmm. know like 
that's how I express it. So sure. you now you start ha- having sex with your friends, guys, and everything. Yeah, yeah, very that's much. Cool, man. You know, <laughs> I, I have to be completely open. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, man. There is always that yeah. shit. So, man, what are like like in that kind of like um, reading? You like to read more? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. That was interesting. 